Ollie, Ollie, Oxen Free. Welcome to the Main We Watch podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Brian. And I've been dying for three weeks. Yes, she has. It has not been pleasant. God I'm help still her. dying a little bit, so sorry for any weird like throat noises <clears throat> or if my voice just randomly goes out. I have been fighting a really bad sinus infection, and that's why we haven't been recording, and Brian wanted it, everyone to know up front that it was all me and not him. That's not exactly how I said in what I said. I just was, the the last time we recorded a podcast, I thought it went so well that yeah. I, I was really excited about it, right? So we had originally agreed to watch the Netflix show Jailbirds, which <gasps> we'll talk a little bit about. Um, we're not going to go into too much about it, but... Um, we'll talk a little bit about it. So I, I binged the whole thing in like a day and a half. Yeah, so. Brian solidly finished it. And like normally I, I'm the one who finishes like we pick a show and I watch that night and I'm done and I have my notes and I'm all set. And then Brian like lags a little bit and that's, you know, just the dynamic. But with Jailbirds, I couldn't get past the picture on the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of the split tongue? The split tongue. Like, listen. Yeah, that's 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 extra for sure. You do you. Whatever makes you happy. If you want to get big gauges and split your tongue, if you want to do body modification, anything that makes you happy, go ahead and do it. However, I just can't. And all I kept thinking about the whole time, every time it would pop up, is there's this great Batman Beyond episode, like late 90s cartoon, where one of the evil scientists in town in Gotham, like, starts turning people into half animals. And that's all I kept thinking. And I was just like, that's a bad idea because I've seen that episode of Batman Beyond. It does not go well. Those people that like turn themselves into like part tiger or whatever, they all end up dying. Like, that's a bad idea. Don't do it. And so like anytime I went to go press play, I just couldn't because the like thing you have to watch on the Netflix to press play is the girl playing with her split tongue. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And then I finally did barrel down, sit down and watch it. And um, I got halfway through the episode and just couldn't do it. It was just not the show for me. It's just a bunch of people who admit they committed crimes, but take no responsibility and talk about how it's not their fault at all that they robbed somebody or sold drugs or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it wasn't like society's fault. It was like Joe's fault because he didn't made it so they couldn't get away with it. Well, you, you didn't, Watched the entire thing. No, I just watched the first episode where they were all very frustrating. Yeah, they did end up taking some sort of responsibility towards the end. Not all of them, but a lot of them did. Two of them got married. To each um, other. To each other. Yeah, that was was a thing. And then, you know, Monster, who's the girl with the split tongue, she started out as a tattoo artist in New York City. And I I guess was, was pretty good. But then got addicted to drugs and went down that road and ended up here in jail. Um, she is one of the ones that gets released throughout the show. She gets moved a couple of times. And tra- For real? She gets released? She does get released, and then she goes back to jail like yeah, two weeks later. So that's kind of unfortunate. That's I, a, the one thing that I found, like, jail fascinates me. I know. You're obsessed with it. Right. Like, you would be that kid. Like, I don't know if anybody that's listening has heard of this terrible show called 60 Days In. I can't get that show either. Like, I, I'm, 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 like, intrigued by that show, but those people are insane. And it's all about people who live in, 
you know, smaller towns. They're not like in Los Angeles. And they have this uh, deal with the sheriff's department that they're going to go undercover in jail. And like most of them are like moms or dads who kids were in jail and they want to know what it's like. And it's just like, but why? Like, I, I don't want to go to jail. I fight very hard. Don't don't get it twisted. I don't under any circumstances want to but, go to jail. Jail is, in fact, one of my biggest fears. But these people go in for it's called it's 60 days in, right? On Annie, I think is what it's called. These people go in for 60 days the whole time they're undercover. But the jail guards do not know that they are not criminals. So these are people that have like gotten traffic tickets and that it is it very you and I like very well very sure. me um you know not got in trouble with law in any means and then like just decide to like build up a background that they're like a crackhead and they go in and and they spend 60 days in jail they can't get out early there's nothing they can do and most of the time they're informants so they're like trying to get information on a certain case or something and it's just insane to me like wh- why and no 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 it's I just, I find it fascinating in the same way that I find sharks fascinating. My two biggest fears in life are drowning and jail. I don't know. I'm just not really built for it. I'm sure that I could figure it out if well, it's not, well, it's it not. were to well, it's go just not. that way. But well, it's, not. Um, it's it's just generally a place that I definitely don't want to go. So, But it's like one of those things that you just can't take your eyes off of kind of thing. I don't know. It's weird. I've always been into lockup. All of them. Lock up, lock up raw, lock up abroad. Lock up abroad is fascinating because half those people end up getting locked up by accident. Yeah. Like, it's just something real small and stupid that, and I'm like, yeah, that, that, that small and stupid is my niche. Yeah. For some, for some, (laughs) for some reason as a kid, discipline was, was ingrained in me so hard that I, I found it really intriguing on how the world disciplines people, not just my parents. Dris- disciplines? Disciplines. Disciplines mm-hmm. people. Um, I don't know. It was just a thing. And that's the, that's what culminated into me binging this. Um, generally, they all go back to jail. Right. So that's one thing I found really interesting about that other show that I made you watch called Love After Lockup that I still watch that is now on season one of life after lockup where it goes yeah. back and revisits all the people on the season one on uh, not season two and season three starts in like three weeks. But what's interesting about that is only one person out of the whole group has gone back to jail. Interesting. Did you two? but she got out real quick. Did you make it far enough to, to see no. their boyfriends in jail? No, I legit didn't even make it through the first okay. episode. This is, this is part of what intrigues me about jail and makes me generally like super enthusiastic about this show is what, what kept me going was their, the relationships that they would, they would have with the men on different floors through the toilet pipes. Like they would, this jail was in California, right? Yes. In Sacramento. So that's so weird. Cause most jails in California are men's women's separate facilities. Right. Well, this jail is, is like a pretty old one apparently. And, oh. and it's tall. Right, it's stacked. It's stacked on top, so the different floors are different genders and that that type of thing, and separated by all you know all the different security risk levels and right. all that. But um, they were able to communicate through the pipes, like literally, they would just knock on the side of their metal toilet and and talk into it, like you know those uh, on the playground, the the little horns that you can yell into, and then somebody on the other side can hear you. Yeah, it's they're essentially doing that with their toilet bowls, um, which was kind of interesting. And the cool, the better part, 
the better than that, more interesting than that is, is that they are passing notes through the toilet pipes. Gross. So they they literally they call it fishing, and they'll one guy from up top will dangle a string down, and then the whoever the pipe is that they that they're coming into will fish that line out, and then once it's, it's secured, they they attach the note on on one end. And slide the note down down the string until it comes out the other side. <laughs> like, the, it's it's crazy because different obviously different toilets connect to different cells. Yeah. So it's there's like a network of I passing them along, and you have to rely on the guy behind you to not tear the string. That's the big drama with the pipe with the pipe relationships is not breaking the string. I'm kind of glad I didn't make it this far <laughs> in because I'm pretty sure at this point, if I had seen this, I would have just been yelling at the TV and yelling at you simultaneously <laughs> because there's just not like, it, the, I, I guess I liked it. It was fascinating. <laughs> the criminals that go to jail and figure that shit out, piss me off so much more than the regular, like just like, whatever criminals because those are the people that are so ingenuitive and so smart that if they just fucking applied that brain sense to you know not committing crimes they could potentially invent something legendary well legit the way that they would do it is they would they would bail out the water in their in their toilet bowl and what happened to prison wine and then they would knock on the pipes one of them got in trouble for making prison wine well him i like he's my buddy she was it, she's it was my a, buddy it was a girl um but she she got in trouble for making prison wine and then ended up getting married uh as soon as she got out of solitary okay well i have comments on solitary <laughs> confinement solitary confinement is cruel and unusual punishment i agree nobody should be forced to be alone for that long if you want to be alone you do you but being forced to be in a dark room by yourself with no sort of entertainment is not the right word but like any sort of mind like not games just any sort of some anything to keep you like mentally with it like any sort of connection to reality like a book or whatever and in 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 solitary confinement you get none of that it's so cruel and it's just it needs it's it just needs to go and the death penalty is just a waste of money I don't really care. About I agree. The yeah. like religious aspects of like, you shouldn't be killing someone. I'm all about the giant waste of money with the amount of peels they get. And then, you know, we find out new things about science. So finding all these people in death row are now innocent and they're being cleared by DNA, this, that, and the other thing. And then if you watch enough true crime, like I do, you learn that blood spatter science is bullshit. Lie detectors are completely not real. Like it's all based on how you are emotionally. So if you're emotionally like upset or frustrated, you're probably going to fail the lie detector. And and so you learn all these things in the end. So I'll, off my soapbox as you're glaring at me. I'll just I'm not, I'm not glaring step at you. Back I'm, just, and, I'm just sitting quietly and listening. It's, it's, I, I generally agree with you. I, I chalk it up to add it to the list of shit. Like, I think yeah. it's kind of ridiculous that they took that Arnold Schwarzenegger of all people of all governors, the governor himself is responsible for taking weights out of prison. Yeah, that's weird. So they, these guys literally they're It hasn't changed whether or not they're yoked. They're all still yoked. They all still work out. They just do different workouts and and they do thousands of pull-ups and crazy shit and thousands of push-ups. I'm sure somebody in prison at some point or another has att- attempted to break the push-up world record because that's all they're they're able to do now. So well in California. I think, so I think that's bullshit too. 
But I agree with you in solitary. Solitary sucks. Solitary, I think, is just as bad as uh, as the puppy shelters, right? And it is. And I think that the death penalty is a giant waste of money. And ultimately, they're not. It's such a waste of money, and a waste of status. You know what I'm saying? It's a waste of like, everything. Resources, like, money, everything. Can, we have so many people that are on death row and that don't actually get executed and die on death row, that why why not cycle them back into the prison population? Because it costs more money to keep a, keep a prisoner on death row than it does to keep them in, in the, the standard population. It's true. And the private prisons end up the the private prisons end up making more money for housing that per, that inmate because that it allows them to because it takes more resources to to watch death row inmates so when it really comes down to it whatever issue you're behind it ultimately is going to come down to the private prison private prison um, system that we have in this country that no other country in the world has private system, private prison system is something that makes my blood boil. It is so terrible. It's untrained people that don't know what they're doing in a situation that it's just awful. Like it just needs to go. It just needs to go. It just needs to go. It's modern. It's modern slavery. It just needs to go. It is what it is. It is legitimate modern slavery. And And what they do, what they do in these prisons is allow, they, they use these guys to work, right? They work in productive, um, (coughs) not productive, but they work in, in factories, stamping license plates is what they used to do at Alcatraz, right? That's, they're, I don't know. Reopen Alcatraz. That's a that's a really stupid argument, but ultimately it comes it just comes down to the fact that somebody is making money off off of an ass in a in a cell and are cramming them in eight to a cell that's only equipped to fit four, and we wonder why we're overpopulated. Well, you're talking and about ultimately why the 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 crimes that people are committing are going un unpunished and and justice isn't being served because we can't house the prisoners. We can't house the people and they, it's just overcrowded so, and somebody's getting rich and I think it's bullshit. So you're combining like a whole different set of, Absolutely. of, of issues and they're not all private pr- prison. The private prison problem is they find reasons to keep people longer than they're supposed to because they get paid by bed. So they get paid by the amount of people they have. So they'll take people longer than they should when they should go out on parole, they should do this. And then they don't have the right training. So like a state prison, for example, will put people to work, yes, but it will also give them skills so they can get their degree. They can get their, their GED while they're, in, they're, in, they're behind the bars. You know, they can do things to help them when they get out. They can learn skills. Private prisons do that with an asterisk. Like they teach them like, you, you know, like the college joke class of basket weaving, like that's the shit they do. And they stack people in there and they don't give them the resources that they need for like insurance and or not insurance, but like health care. Basically, they need to figure out a system where the people that are working at prisons are trained to actually help prisoners and where prison can be a stepping ground to put people back on track instead of cycle them back into the same life and cycle them back into prison later. Kamala Harris, because she was a prosecutor, roll your eyes all you want, whatever. Andrew Yang's a fucking piece of shit. He doesn't know shit. So, uh uh-uh. I'm not following either one of them. You gave him money. I gave him a dollar. I would like that dollar back. 
Oh my God, get the fuck out of here. I gave him a dollar because I support an equal an equal voice and an equal platform to stand on. If you and can I, stand I on it. I found that his that his position at the time to be interesting. Over time it doesn't it doesn't stand up. Doesn't stand up. No. But I found it interesting and I found it worthy to be heard, which is why I donated. But my whole thing with Kamala and I'm not taking this into like who you should vote for because I can't even figure that shit out. There's too many players. No one can figure that shit out. But I do. She has, with her position inside of California, has talked extensively about fixing the prison system to make it so that people that go to jail don't go to jail for life and continually commit crimes and keep going back and back and back. And that is something that I think needs to be done. Um, however, it's probably a lot harder. And going back to your Arnold comment about how like the governor took away weight, the reason that happened is I was a criminal science major for my master's for like two semesters, right? And did it for a little bit and then remembered how much I hated school and just dropped out. But I started getting my master's in criminal science and the two first two classes, or uh, criminology, sorry, first two classes I took were on public versus private policy. And all it did was talk about all these quote unquote reforms that politicians make and how they don't work. And the reason that they don't work is because they're using public opinion instead of people that actually study and know what the hell they're talking about, which is a constant problem, at least in America, where like public opinion trumps actual science and actual low climate change and actual right. like things that are happening. And that's, you know, the, the easiest that's way a big to, problem with our prison system. The easiest way to say it is that opinion is more important these days than fact, right? That's clickbait is more important these days than fact. Opinion is, is opinion over fact. And that sucks. But the show sucked. Um, even though I watched the whole thing, um, I did it because it's my job. I did it for you guys. This is the service that we provide. No, he did it because he lost the Xbox controller and Netflix just kept going. Are you still watching? And he was like, I don't know, man. And then Netflix was like, all right, you're still watching and kept going. No, this is a service that we provide to you because we cannot waste your time with bad TV. That's why you come to me. He wasted my time with bad TV. <laughs> I could have been watching cartoons. I could have been watching... Um, so while we were on hiatus and while I was dying, I got stuck on this terrible show called growing up hip hop Atlanta with little bow wow. And the only reason I started watching it was because, where my dogs at? Sorry. Barely, bow wow. Bow wow was, was my shit. Barely close enough for the mic to pick that up. Um, <laughs> But I started watching that because the news, the third season was starting and they were talking about how he was going to jail. And I'm like, wait, what? I could Google this, but I'm stuck in bed. So let me watch it for two days straight. And I'm here to tell you all, not worth it. And oh, by the way, I Googled it now because the third season started and they keep talking about how he might go to jail. So I gave up and Googled it and they still don't know if he's going to jail. So giant waste of time. Do not watch that show. I was on board for like the first six episodes and then... I hated it so much. I asked someone to take the show away from me and he didn't. And yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I sat there for a couple of episodes <laughs> and it was fine. It was, it was fine, but then it like, it's just the same it's shit. Just on the repeat. Same, it's just the same drama. You know, I find the Kardashians to be more entertaining. I can't with them anyways. So, and then there's some other things that we've been watching while we've mm -hmm. been out. Um, one of the ones that is now, I think if they've been uh, picked up or not, but Tacoma FD, 
That is a great show. It is made by the same guys who made Super Troopers, Beer League, Beer Fest. Beer Fest. Beer League is another movie with um, yeah. also funny, but. it's Beer League is the sequel to Beer Fest. No, it's not. It should be. Beer League is with. Uh, it most definitely is the sequel to. Beer Ralph Macchio and um, Artie Lang. Yeah, you're wrong. It's, and it's about it's, softball it's, teams, and it's, it's hilarious, and it's about New Jersey. It's a sequel. It was made about six years before Beer League. No, it's, or Beer it, Fest. It's, see, I told you it's a sequel oh, Jesus, to, uh, Murphy. to the good old Beer Fest classic. Anyway, classic picks up. Um, they made a really good show. Uh, Tacoma FD is really funny, so you guys should watch that as well. That show is great. It is legit comedy gold in a time where we don't have good sitcom comedy anymore. Um, really don't. So that one's that one's cool. Um, the Super Trooper guys are awesome. They're great. Um, especially uh, the two that are in this one is Steve mm, Letters and Vowels. L- 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 no, Lamali or Lamelli or something. I don't know. And the guy who played Farva in Super Troopers, whose name I don't even know at all. Kevin, I think. Um, but it's the two of them, and they actually do stand-up comedy together, so they're great, and you should check it out. It's a very cohesive cohesive bunch yeah you can tell um and it's just general fuckery which is great too yeah so what else what else? we've watching a lot of tv because we've well first off we're everything's it's summer so a lot of our like regular shows are on hiatus right so we're kind of like just pulling anything we can off netflix and like bravo what i feel like we've been watching blow deck med came back we're actually going to talk a little bit about tonight's episode of blow deck med which is um, called Anchors Away or Knots Away or something like that. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the the episode, most recent episode of Below Deck Med called Not Today Anchors. But is there anything else that you want to highlight before we get into Not Today Anchors? Below Deck Med. Mm, no, I'm good. We're, we're solid on all fronts. Are you sure? Yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but... We could always come back to it. Oh, The Hills New Beginnings came back and is boring as shit, and Spencer Pratt is still the devil. Fun facts. However, Stephanie Pratt is queen, so I will keep watching just for her and her alone, and I will listen to her talk about it on the Prattcast as well. Okay, so let's get into our favorite, Below Deck Mid. This is the episode where the third stew has become chef by herself with help from one of the guys in the deck crew, Travis. Yeah. A lot happened, but... It all seemed to work out. It all seems to work out. Um, a lot of people on Reddit are just furious about that girl's music video and how bad it was. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I but didn't watch the whole the thing, get. but you could just tell it was you, going to be. Yeah, you could see from the get that it was it was going to be bad. And that, like, it, I, they make it seem like she's a recording artist, but her dad more or less just owns a label and is giving her studio time. She, she's a YouTube is she? Yeah, that's all it is. She she has no recording label. She's a YouTuber. They they she does YouTube music, they which ref- apparently is a huge thing that I've learned from the Patriot uh, act with Hassan Minaj. Yeah, they they refer to her as a recording artist. So no, uh, she's a YouTuber. Yeah, whatever that means, she did. But it was painful to watch her watch her try and work, move around and be sexy. So the one thing that's kind of shocked me about this whole season. Is so we're three or four charters in at this point, right? Yeah. And it's kind of been like odd, but like none of the charter guests have been insane yet. 
No, they've all been pretty they've mellow. They've all been pretty mellow. They've been pretty accepting. They've all been like super stoked. Like that first two charter or first charter that was like stoked about their shitty cheeseburgers with ranch dressing on it. Yeah. Like, I don't know where you find these people, but like, I'm not that pretentious and I'd be more picky than that. I would too. You had, you and I had a couple conspiracy theories flowing back and forth on that, but the first chef still have one. The first chef was so freaking terrible um, that yeah. she she lasted about as if she had lasted another episode i would have bailed i, I probably think because she was just it was terrible what she was doing and the food that was coming out was like rock hard meat and shit like that and she licked one of the she, steaks yeah she licked a can't. steak to test the heat like but no it was raw yeah and well i know but it's just like the it's just it was it was bad. So then the third stew jumps in, right, and starts helping her because her mom was a baker. And her dad was a chef and her, her ex boyfriend was, was a chef. Yeah, so she's been around chefs her whole life and kills it, right? And starts starts running the, the galley. Like um, a beast. Like a beast. And then this episode they they give her the option to to take over as full time chef because the charter after after they fired the first chef, uh, she knocked, she killed it, and they got the biggest tip they've ever gotten in the Mediterranean. It was like a $2,300 tip yeah. per person. So it's just, she she killed it, and her food looks really, really good. It does. And the fact that, like, all the chefs that come on these things, they complain about cooking cakes consistently, which, like, with the amount of crap that they get flown in, I'm always just, like, flying a cake. Right. Like, this seems like something you could find, but she made like cakes that looked bomb. Like yeah. I would have ate that unicorn cake. Like it looked good. Absolutely. Uh, she's doing a great job. The whole crew is like really cohesive and getting along well, which will not last now that Milo's gone. They don't have that common enemy, it, but it brought them together. Uh, the interesting thing about her was like, again, going back to Reddit. Cause that's what I do after I watch these shows is go play on Reddit and see what Reddit dirt gets dug up. She, like, on all of her portfolios, it doesn't say she's a chef. Everything says she's a model and an actress. So I don't know if that was 51 Minds, which is the um, production company behind it, Bravo. Like, it huh? It had to be. Yeah, it had to it be. It had to be, because the first two, because there's, there's just things, like, the first two charter guests were, were, they were too nice for spending 50 grand for three days. And she never read preference sheets. Like she kept trying to like somebody was like I don't eat I don't eat red meat and she's like here's a steak right it's like it's not like Adam bad where he like purposely did onions but that's I, still pretty bad man I, I think that they that they gave the those charters as as free like promotion gifts and then had them be on the show that was part of the the agreement of them taking the charter because both the both parties acted like well one was captain sandy's friend from last year right and they were just right? happy to get off they were just the, happy to get off the dock yeah because the year before right? they had such bad weather they couldn't leave <laughs> so they kind of owed them one on, on that way that, that one might have been free as a makeup yeah right then you had the first one who literally the guy cried at the end of the at the end of the charter and said this was the best vacation I ever had when it was an absolute disaster. But you like, also don't know if that person's never been on a yacht before and if that person has just maybe like they have never been able to afford something and something happened in their life or they came into money and that was the first thing they did and it was just such a culture shock. It very well could be. But or they're just like super nice people and everything that makes them happy, which I like those people because I'm not one, so I like them around. I I agree as well. Um I hope that it is the latter. Um, yeah. But it's 
you know, it's 50 50. Because they said, because I've read quite a bit of articles about like how the, how this all works and with the being a charter guest and everything like that, you do get a discount, but it's not that deep of a discount because most people want to go on the show, especially now that the show's got traction. Right. So I, I do think like, Cap- and, and then the other thing is that the cost is not set by Bravo. The cost is set by the owner of the motor yacht. Right. And I know with Sirocco, since this is the second time that this boat that's not actually called Sirocco has been on, I think the owner probably had a little bit more leeway about the pricing because it probably got his boat, even though it's not the real name, booked more frequently. Absolutely. And like even though they talked massive shit about that boat. They talked two a lot seasons of shit. To, and then he fixed it up. And, so well, I think that's why he brought it back. Well no, they they fixed it up, he brought it back, and now they talk shit about the anchors. Because well, the anchors are too small that they get wrapped up in each other. Right. And they said that the first time around too. That's why Captain Sandy's all bitter about these anchors because she's already made complaints about them. Yeah. It's it's freaking hilarious to see Captain Sandy like... Angry? angry emotional? Angry and emotional going off on the radio. Like that was kind of great. But yeah, all in all, it was a good episode. And they they make Chef, now, now Chef, a uh, full-time chef... And and then they all and, go out to dinner. And Joao turns into the asshole that we all know who he was. What was what was jo- Joao's Joao's alter ego last year? Jezebub. Jezebub. That didn't come out because Jezebub didn't tr- come out. Jezebub like Jezebub's cousin showed up and he's just like, I'm gonna be a dick right now. Yeah, and just the, the, no, it's just chauvinistic douche two canoe Joao that's lying about cheat- being cheated on came out and was just like basically telling this girl that she was like, well, I felt like I had to take the job who in the back of her head, like wanted the job, but like probably was afraid to admit it. Cause she's not a chef and she understands that. Right. And he just like put her down and was just like, you're not a chef. Like you're not a chef. You shouldn't be in the position, bro. You shut the fuck up and get down there and cook and then talk. Right. I, I don't know. He's, he's wow. He's going to say some shit. He's going to cause some drama. And, and then there's little, and then you're little still going to love him at the end of the day. No, I don't ever. I like I, him. I mildly appreciated his existence the first two episodes. Now I'm over him again. Whereas like Colin, Colin I love through and through. Colin's, Colin's my boy. great. How how did you feel when Sandy turned it on Colin and said that would be your paycheck if you do that again? I felt bad because the fear in his face was so it was, real. It was so real, huh? And it's so relatable and he was just like a sad, sad, sad little puppy. I kind of get the feeling that Colin's not going to stick around all season. Cause, okay. Because he doesn't... He doesn't seem to gel with anybody on the boat other than Joao. And Hannah. And Hannah. Well and well he gels with the girls. <laughs> That's true. I don't think I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't know if he would necessarily sign up after this because he had such a like a uh, good and he said it in a few of the ITMs, like he had such a good like experience the first time around. And I don't think he is this time around, so I don't know if he'll sign up again to go on another season. Sure. But again, the money's good, and and then he's doing pretty well with his music because he does an episode rap recap, and they're freaking hilarious after every episode. Yeah. So you never know. There is interesting things on the interwebs about uh, who's being hired right now for shows. Mm-hmm. There's a couple ads floating around for a chief stew, and a chef, and a second deckhand. Wow. For um. A season of a project related to air quotes below deck, Mediter- below deck and below deck Mediterranean. There is a third show coming about rich people sailing, which eh, maybe, but it looks like they're altering the filming schedule 
So people are going back and forth on whether they think Kate or Hannah is getting fired or not coming, not re- well, not getting fired, but not returning. I think it's more likely that Kate doesn't return. Well, she did just move to New York and she does do her book and she's got a lot going on. I don't really see Captain Lee parting, parting with lose, Kate. If we lose Captain Lee, I'm going to be pretty upset about it. I think Captain Lee would... Sorry, he, Dr. Lee. Dr. Lee, right. He's even said before that he'll find it hard to work without Kate. Yeah. Because Kate's always is right. Kate's been there since Skit. And then again, Dr. Lee is like one of those dudes that's... Just, just rolls with the punches. Just rolls with the punches. He goes, well, we got a job to do. That's like his attitude. So maybe that's how he or, reacts to Kate's exit. The alternate theory, which is another theory, is that because, like I said, the timing of the regular... and God love the people on the internet that figured this shit out for me. The timing of the filming season doesn't match up with Med and doesn't match up with the Caribbean. They do... Bless you. Bless you um, they do say that it's kind of in between the two and that they're in Europe. So that's why most people think it's Hannah because she's Mediterranean Europe part. Right. Um, but it could be that they're just coming out with another version. Like, and I think they might be testing it out this season even because instead of below deck med, they're, they're kind of still in the med, but they're on the South side of France. Right. So maybe they're testing that out where they're going to do a South side of the France and then they're going to go back to like, the med and do all those places like Croatia again. And then they'll have, um, wherever captain Lee's going to go, because I don't know if they're filming back in, uh, the Bahamas or not, or I think they are. I think that the move for two was just for that one. was season. just for that one season. The Philippines. Yeah. Was just for mm, one season. Yeah. Bora Bora and all that. Yeah. Um, Tahiti. And, Tahiti. And then they're doing the sailing show. So, there could be four versions of Below Deck, much like back in the day, there was four versions of Million Dollar Listing. There's right. like nine versions of Housewives. So Bravo does do that thing where when a type of series sticks, they go all out. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't really want to part with Hannah or Kate. I love them both. I think consistently they are the quippiest people in the IPMs and ITMs rather, and I think they work very hard and i like having them on my tv if there was a castmate you can get rid of right now who would it be on below deck med below deck med i would probably get rid uh i'd get who's not not jack the other guy travis travis the, i'd get rid of travis the dude working in the galley he just seems like a like a slimy little bastard I think Jack's at a least, slimy little bastard. At least you know what you're getting with Jack. I guess that's true. You know, this guy just seems like he's just slimy. I don't know if that's how I feel. Who would you get rid of? I would like to say I'd get rid of Jack just because he's, like, worthless. But also, I feel like it's about time that someone on the deck crew had a worthless employee. Because I feel like that's always on the interior, and then everyone gets mad. That everybody gets mad at the interior? Well, everybody gets mad at Hannah of, like, you don't do your job. And I feel like it's nice to see for a change that it's, like, the slackers on the deck crew. Right. And But I would also like to say goodbye to Joao. <laughs> I just don't like him. And his stupid face. And his stupid face. You can get off my TV for sure. And his stupid face. Can we talk about how in three weeks, Jim's coming back in three weeks? Family Chantal? No. No. What? Million dollar listing New York. Oh, I don't watch New York. You're on your own on that one, buddy. I'm super excited about it. That's going to be great. That just had my attention. But, um... Oh! Speaking of... What? Our Bravo crossovers. What's that? So I've made you watch Vanderpump Rules a couple times. Sure. 
Do you remember Jackson Brittany? Yes. They totally bought a house that was on million dollar listing. Oh, really? Yeah. And I noticed because they, they've been, you know, they just moved into their house. So they're posting photos all over Instagram and stuff. And I've been looking at it and I'm like, that pool and that like weird Is outdoor it one of the super area. Modern ones? Yeah. And I'm like, that looks so familiar. So, Is like, it the ones that the Brits were, the one of the ones that the Brits were selling? It was one that, uh, so what I could find, I found the address because I, listen, my mom's a real estate agent. Like I've learned how to work my way around different things to find the information I need. So I found the house and then I tried to backtrack the agent. The agent that sold it was not anybody on the million dollar listing team. So they lost the listing. And I'm like, I vaguely remember that house losing the listing on the show and I kind of tried to backtrack it more, but because I don't have like an actual NMLS login and I can't like, you know, go in and check it the real way, I can't find out for sure, but I think it was one of Flag's listings. Interesting. Yeah, because they said the town, like they put on their Instagram post, which is real stupid of them. They said the town that it's in and then they said like the area because they were talking about on a podcast about why they picked that area for this specific cool school system. So with that information, I was able to... Girls are creepy, man. Interesting. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. You know, I think that uh, Below Deck Med was is a great season to sum that up. I think that Colin is still my fave. Always and forever. <clears throat> Colin, you... Colin and his mom. Should come party in L.A. He was here. We just weren't. Yeah, well, you should come back because L.A. is pretty dope. Yeah, pass. But yeah, definitely looking forward to Million Dollar Listing coming back. Um then we've we've been watching 90 day fiance happily ever after it's just been kind of more of the same but with babies chantal and pedro last episode kind of seemed to understand that while you do marry the families marriage has to be working in between the two people before you can try to fix it with the external problems right and then when you do try to fix it with the external problems you have to be on each other's team not against each other and they've kind of supposedly figured that out in the last episode we'll see where it goes but in a couple weeks um the family chantal is starting which is going to be a great show that we will cover because it's going to be insane and stupid and uh the 90 day fiance the other way i highly suggest because it's all about crazy americans moving Uh. to different countries and nicole's back and she's still not married or in morocco it legitimately makes my skin crawl watching these people because, come on, come on, man. You guys, I don't have words for these people. Anyway, love is love. Have fun, guys. So, okay, I'm going to talk about it anyway because you, you don't care. But one of the things on um, 90 Day Fiance the other way is this couple with Corey and Evelyn, another fucking Evelyn, because this franchise does not have enough Evelyns, but... They are totally frauding all of the viewers and talking about like how she's doing these things about like how she's not sure if she wants to get married and, and this, that, and the other thing. And uh, fun fact, they were married before the show started filming. Were they really? Yeah, they were married way before the show started filming and all of the storylines are total and utter crap. They've been together for like five plus years where it says they've been together for like two. The how they met story is bullshit. Like, again... Thank you, Internet, has completely torn their story apart. And all like everything she's talking about, how she's unsure about is fake. It's all fake. And like one of the big things that they're hounding on is that he spent like 
$95,000 or something like that, eighty dollars to $95,000 of all of his savings to move down to uh, Ecuador. It doesn't cost ninety grand to move to Ecuador. Well, because he, he, while she was living in America for the six months that she could on a tourist visa or however long she could on a tourist visa, he was sending her and her family money to buy these properties. So they bought like a beach house and they bought like a bar and a business and started all these things. And TLC is totally building it to be the same as like Nickel and Azin where like there is no store and there is no bar and there's no nothing. But like people have the videos of the fact that like he's been, the bar has been open for years. They've, and like he, there's a video of him because apparently before he became on TLC, he like, yeah, he is Mormon, but he doesn't practice. So they're totally building up that he's an active Mormon when he's not. And um, he was a surf adventure guy. So he like, his job was to travel the world with surfers and take videos of high risk surfing and stuff like that and then edit them and put them on the internet and sell them and whatever. And that's how he made his money. So when he went to Ecuador and like met her and like fell in love and whatever, he had already decided that he wanted to live there. He wanted to live in this beach house. They bought the beach house, but everything isn't her name, but they've been like together for way longer. They're totally more stable couple than their quote unquote appearing. So like it sucks because they're one couple that I was like totally rooting for. And then when I found out they're full of fucking fraud, I was just like, deuces. Well, your heart's in the right place because they end up working out. Clearly. Yeah, but it's frustrating because it's just like, that's not how you wanted the story to go. No, well, no, like I just want the story to be like, I, I, I get when you watch reality TV, it's not all real. Like I get that it's scripted. I get that there are pieces of it that are manufactured, but I would like at least like, the meeting story to be true or like some of the manufactured drama to be true. But with them, it's like, and the funny debate online is, is it TLC frauding? Like is TLC making the story or are Corey and Evelyn making the story and frauding TLC? It's interesting. And it's, it's about half and half because they did do a good job of unlike everybody else on TLC, they did do a pretty good job of wiping their social media. Mm. Whereas like, you know, other people not so great. Interesting. Like the pedophiles from last season who started dating their spouses that are they are now divorced from when they were like 16. Good job, guys. Yeah, classy. When they're like 30. Anyway, that was my little rant about the TLC the other way, which is a great show. And we got a lot of good shows coming up. This other show that I started watching on the Science Channel, um, we're going to review an episode. It's called Mysteries of the Abandoned, and it is definitely a bingeable series. So check it out, and we'll pick an episode and review it for you guys soon. Do you have anything else to add? Any last-minute recommendations? Nope. Just keep on keeping on, people. It's it's summertime. You're, Ugh, out, you're, so out here, you're out here with your shirt off, getting your tan on, you know getting getting them eating up them sun rays and you know i want you guys to do it i want you guys to do it to it and have a blast at it you know put on some sunscreen little spf action you know what i'm saying that's what i'm looking for that's what i wanted to tell you spf save your life peace out sometimes when he just goes on these rants i just allow it and say nothing it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun. Okay, bye-bye. I can't do it with a normal voice. It hurts too much. <laughs>